Hashtag NSW. Well, uh, it kind of seems like yesterday, hey? Uh, we had a, a nice chat with this gentleman about a month ago, uh, and we were focusing on steering Lito Tatuba to safety this season. It literally seemed like it was yesterday. It looks like things have taken a bit of a different, slight off-ramp right now. He has left the Limpopo outfit. Um, I don't know why, but he'll tell us what what the next home is, where the next move is. Alan Clark, good evening. Good evening, Mr. Morawa, and thanks again for having me on the show uh, like it was yesterday. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, though. I don't know who Mr. I'm Marawa sorry. is, though. We don't, we don't do formalities here, Alan. We <laughs> chat. We are football lovers, you and I, and we conversate in that way. But you know, Thank I, I, don't know. I, I was taken aback, man. I, I, I don't know. Should I be happy for you? Should I be disappointed for Black Leopards? Give me the inside edge. What's what's happening? Yeah, shame, Rob. And um, it's it's yeah, it was a difficult decision to be honest with you. It wasn't an easy one. Um, and I and I think maybe this whole situation with Corona and, and lockdown probably com- uh, complicated it a lot as well. You know, um, right. but. I had received an offer from uh, a club in Europe, uh, in Kosovo, um, to come and uh, coach there. And uh, their season has finished, um, like most of the leagues around the world. Uh, and then we obviously got the news on Monday that the PSL was going to carry on and it was going to finish sort of mid-September. And um, obviously I need to get, if I'm going to accept the offer, I need to be able to get to Europe and start working in August. So... Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't something I had wanted in terms of leaving back leopards. Um, my intention uh, was to finish the league with them for sure for this season and, and into the future as well. Um, and I was confident and still am confident that the team will survive the relegation. Um, and we we had even put in plans in place with the chairman and, and that to sort of develop the club and grow the club, building a facility out in Toyandor with an academy and everything attached. Um, but. You know, with now with the leagues in Europe starting, it's also an, another opportunity for for me um, to further myself in my football development. And um, it's not every day a South African coach gets the opportunity to work in Europe. And the club is fairly ambitious and um, made me an offer that, quite frankly, I, yeah, you, I couldn't refuse. And hopefully, uh, is, is a good one for not only myself but my family as well, obviously. Well, firstly, congratulations. Like you rightfully said, Thank Alan, you. that it's, it's not everybody that gets to leave our shores and head off sure. to Europe on a coaching mission, you know. And yeah. But how did this all begin? I mean, when, when did the courting start? Well, you know, Rob, um, a couple of years ago, and I'm getting so old now, but I think about two years ago, um, I was contacted by um, the FFK, the association in um, Kosovo, uh, and the technical director there asked if I would come and assist the nation um, with their junior teams, specifically the under-21s in their European qualifier games. Um, and so I went over as a technical advisor to help not only the coaches, but the playing staff and everybody attached around to try and help the, the nation. Kosovo is a new nation in the world and in football as well. Uh, and I, I think if you, if you watch the A-national team, they've had a meteoric rise uh, amongst, amongst European football. Um, and so I did some work with them and we did really well. Uh, we managed to engineer their first win against Norway. Um, we were 2-0 down at half-time and came back and won the game 3-2. Uh, 
against the Norway team that they contained at that stage, it was the Eredivisie um, leading goal scoring Eric Thorsby and um, then the famous Martin Udegaard, who played for Real Madrid but now Manchester City. And so, and that actually was Kosovo's first um, international victory. Um, and then we then we had draws against Germany, which was really really good. Um, and then from there, I was invited again to work with the under-17 in the elite round qualifications in uh, the UEFA competition, and I went over and helped them. And uh, the work that I did there, I, I, I hope, and it, it looked like it, it gave me a good name and good standing within Kosovo. And um, yeah, there was always a little bit of interest, and then a firm offer came in on, on Monday night, and they asked if uh, I would like to be a part of the club and push the club for uh, European qualification, hopefully Europa League or Champions League. And the ambitious side of, of, of me and the competitor in me said, that's what an opportunity for a South African to work in and coach, hopefully, in uh, a European competition like that. And uh, I accepted the offer. On Monday, immediately. On Monday evening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not too many people say no to something of that nature. I'm just uh, quite sure. interested in hearing what... Uh, uh, the good old chairman of Black Leopards. How did he respond, uh, David Tidiel? Yeah, you know, Robert, I must be honest with you. I, I, I enjoyed a really, really good relationship with um, with the chairman. And, um, you know, we put together with uh, myself and him during lockdown a, a whole program to develop and to, and to build a facility out in Toyandor um, that would house the first team and the, the academy team. And we did that together. And when I explained to him the situation, I've always been very honest. I'm honest with my players, I'm honest with the chairman, and I explained to him the whole situation and the offer. Um, and he, like me, said, Alan, it's an offer you can't turn down. He said, I don't want to stand in your way. Um, he was very reluctant to let me go. Um, he was was very complimentary. Um, he he told me he didn't want to lose a coach of my caliber, and um, would, I, would I consider maybe just seeing it through till the end of the season? And um, the only problem is, is they, we have to start the preseason in Europe, and if I if I stay all the way until the end of September, it goes into the, their league games. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't really an option to stay any longer. And, and my concern was the club, to be honest with you as well, Rob. Um, I could I told him I could I could work until, for instance, the first game, and then I have to leave. But I, I think that probably puts the club in a, in a worse predicament and the squad in an even more difficult situation the night before you're supposed to play your game. So. I felt it was the right thing to do is to try and give the team as much time as possible. Um, and he and he was happy. He he um, accepted my resignation reluctantly, but un- understandably so with the offer. Um, and yeah, I mean, we, we're still in contact and he's asked to remain in contact and um, I value that. Um, I've often said that the relationships are important, and not only with my players, but obviously with uh, the management and the chairman himself, you know. No, absolutely, and, and and you never ever shut those uh, doors behind you, though, Alan. And when do you no. physically leave our shores to head off now to to Kosovo? Yeah, shame, Rob. And, and maybe just to come back to that earlier point is that you know I owe the chairman a, a lot in football. Yeah. Um, I had I worked at many clubs before, and they had opportunities to to promote me or to give me a chance with the team or or to allow me that space to develop. And he was the only one who had had the vision and the foresight to, to grant me that, um, you know. So I also have to respect him a lot, and I have to be very grateful for him um, because without him, I, I possibly wouldn't have got this position in Europe, you know. Mm. So 
coming back to that, Rob, is uh, Europe. It's a difficult thing because you have to apply for a repatriation flight. It's not it's not as easy as just booking a commercial flight, but the club is taking care of that, and uh, we're due to leave, um, I believe, on the sixth of August. Yeah. Sure. That is like when <laughs> next week or something. Yes, I mean, yeah, I'm actually busy packing boxes in my house as we speak, Rob. <laughs> you're serious? That's what um, on on Monday, actually. Yeah. No, 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 no. The sixth. Yeah, Monday on, evening. No, Wednesday, Thursday. It's it's Thursday. Yeah. It's probably this time. Yeah, well, a, a day later, but Thursday next week. Yes. So yes. it leaves you with very, very little time to put things together. <laughs> but all the papers, documentation sorted out, though. Ready? Yes, already, already to go. Um, like I said, the club is also, um, they're flying my whole family over and relocating us, which I think is is, wow. is a great show of intent from them. Um, and, yeah, um, I'm excited, Rob. I'm, I'm, it was difficult to leave Blake because I'll be honest, it wasn't an easy yeah. decision. But um, when you face an opportunity like this, I think, um, yeah, they say in English, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. And so, you know, you can't take things for granted and, yeah, when will an, when will another South African coach get an opportunity like this? Yeah, I don't. I'd, I'd rather take the opportunity with both hands if I can. No, I was saying, especially with the club that just shaved on uh, getting European qualification for next season as yeah. well. So your your job will to make sure that uh, you do get that and a whole lot more. So as you're packing, and I can hear you saying that the family is going to be leaving with you. What's the initial contract for? Is that just a, a year contract with then the option to either be promoted to be the coach or the, for you to carry on as well? How does it work? So I have a two-year deal with the club, Rob. Um, okay. uh, the, club is, the club is owned by um, three brothers, but um, the, cur- he's, the, the current head coach is, is one of the brothers that owns the club, and he'd like to move into uh, a football director position. Um, so initially, I'm coming there in a couple of roles. To be honest with you, it's sort of the head of head of football um, matters in terms of things, and as an assistant, but sort of to, to just to learn the ropes of of the league, and then hopefully as the next season to take over as a head coach. Um, but I, th- I think that obviously, like anything in football, depends on your results and your success, and um, that's why I have to take the opportunity as 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 it comes, you know. Did you phone Kevin Johnson at all? Has he spoken to you? I don't know who yeah. your friends are as far as local <laughs> coaches are concerned. So I'm just taking it because you guys got to work together, you know, towards the end. <laughs> yeah, shame. Everybody tried to paint us as sworn enemies after I had to take over. But no, we're still very, very good friends. And yeah, of course I phoned him. Um, not only for detailing, but also for advice. You know, he's somebody that I look up to in football and... Um, he, him and uh, Alex Aredia as well uh, are two people that I really look up to. You know, Alex has been around South African football for so long and and international football. So, you know, both of them just wish me all the best. Um, I've heard from a number of coaches now, and um, all of them, all of them say I should take the opportunity and uh, I need to make the best of it, and I need to uh, make South Africa and South African coaches proud. So, I'm hoping to do that, Rob. You've got to make those inroads again. And I hope, though, Alan, as you hit uh, the greener pastures on the other side, that you don't forget us when we do put out a humble call to you uh, to check up on you, to find out what progress is like, how are you acclimatizing, and sure. you know how the team is doing, that you do pick up. I think we would love to hear that. We, as South Africans, as you know, with this show, people just love football. They love sports. Sure. They love to hear uh, what the latest is. 
No, Robin, I think it I think it goes both ways to be honest with you. I hope uh, so they feel don't forget about me either. Um and like I said, I hope to do so they feel proud and um you know, I'd like to think I won't change too much, Rob. I don't think I've changed too much from a, an assistant coach to a, a head coach. And I'd like to think that even when I move to Europe, I will stay the same, Alan, uh, because that's who I am. And so, yeah, I'll always heed that call, no, no matter what. And uh, likewise, I hope South Africa uh, are always interested and in, in wondering what's happening that side. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I can make South Africans proud. I'd really like to do that. I'd like to be a good ambassador. <laughs> I can hear the excitement in your voice. I haven't heard you this excited in a long time, though, Alan. And, <laughs> and why not? Lockdown, it's, <laughs> well, it's to a deserving person. You're going to have so many hours flying there. You'll be reading. You'll be thinking about things. You'll be psyching yourself up. I, I, I really think it's going to be a fantastic opportunity for you. And as South Thank Africans you. and as Marawa Sports Worldwide, and also personally from myself, um, you know, having had the kind of personal relationship with you as coach and broadcaster, I, I really, really think that uh, it, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity, a rare one for South Africa. Uh, and best of luck. You have our Thank good you. luck wishes. Robert, thank you so much. Those are the, the kindest words, and I'm really humbled by them. I really appreciate it, and um, thank you so much. Go well and be strong. Stay safe. Thank you. Thanks, Robert. All right, Alan Clark there joining us. Wow. Oh, what an opportunity, man. Hey, going to Kosovo. I don't think any of Amakesha have been to Kosovo at all.